All right, man, we're back with another one on this fine Wednesday. Um, we're halfway through the week here. We got another episode of Inspired by True Event Sports Podcast here. We got my boy Kenny, got my boy Phil, and we got Neil here. How you guys doing today? What's going on? Good. Yo. You good? Yes, yes sir. All right. Hey, Phil, you, you alive? You breathing? You breathing? You had a yeah. close one, man. I think my uh, North Utica Pop Warner team in 2009, oh. 2008 could have beat the Jets on national television. I'm just saying. The Steelers were going against the Cowboys, so anything could happen. It's any given <laughs> that's true. That's true. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. All right, man. So we, I think we had a uh, – Monday. What did you say? It was it Monday. Was Monday. <laughs> I said Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it was a really interesting week last week. Um, a lot of big games, um, just just for yearly awards and things like that um, that took place, um, especially with Buffalo and Seattle going head to head. So, Phil, how are we looking with the pickups? I know I'm last, but it's obviously a race between you and Kenny right now. So, give the people an update. Well, surprisingly, you're not last anymore due to a newcomer in the <laughs> You're currently, you're currently how, how you're, you're the Panthers of the Pickums now, so you're good. You're, you're how good. dare you insult me like that? Okay, hey, like, don't just, say I'm, I'm I'm not last because by default now. By default, dude. What's my head and head against Lawrence from last week? <laughs> right. So we got um Neil in fourth place at three and two. So mm-hmm. Lawrence, you got a pretty huge lead here. So try not to blow it. <laughs> oh, that's so, crazy. Then we got Lawrence at twelve and nineteen at third place. And then tied with the first, me and Kenny, with the reversal of Lawrence's record at 19 and 12. Damn. <laughs> All right. We're looking good. We're looking good. Um, so, we uh, so we obviously, we had the highest picks, uh, highest points, obviously, through the, through the last week. And nobody got it because nobody picked Buffalo, I don't think, right? Nope, no one picked Buffalo. Sir. I didn't really think of that game either. Like, like Seattle's always putting points up. I think everybody still got that idea of Seattle in their head for some reason of them having that Legion of Boom, exactly. Defense. And it's like that they haven't had Legion of Boom in like five years now. Oh, like, I don't. I'm not looking at the the defense. I already <laughs> know it's hot garbage. Like the DBs are really suspect. But right, you know, th- right. I think yeah. I just figured that Seattle was going to win that game. So yeah, yeah. But you know. yeah. well, they're not that good. Seattle, they're not. They they're not, not. You don't believe in the hype. I don't believe it. Let, they Russ, are let Russ cook every we time. They were. Every time we let Russ cook, he ends up throwing picks. So something's something's up over there. Yeah, you let Russ <laughs> wait. You let Russ cook. That that means a good thing. Like I don't know. Every time the coach lets Russ cook, he ends up throwing picks. He did the same thing in the Arizona game. They got fancy, let Russ cook, and he threw what two two picks at the end of the game to lose that game. Hey, but well, y'all say. got y'all got them y'all got them this week, so. Right. We'll see, baby. We'll see. We're gonna you. You're gonna be singing a different tune. I promise you. Next week. Oh, next Wednesday. If we lose, I'm off this podcast. Because <laughs> you, because you might else. listen. Because you, you listen. You went on parole because you had a bye week, oh. and now you're gonna be out on trial because you got out. Repeat offender. Fraud. We might need another court case next week. Right. I'm wearing a different jersey next week if the Rams lose. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so going from there, man. Um, we obviously we got the week 10 coming up. Uh, what's the pickums for this week, Kenny? Uh, we got Baltimore, New England, uh, Tennessee and Indianapolis, Minnesota and Chicago, the Rams and the Seahawks, Tampa Bay and Carolina. All right, where you where you want to start with that? Let's get the worst one out of the way Baltimore, New England. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Phil's reaction. Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Baltimore, man. Um, I think uh, it's looking real bad over there in New England. And where they playing? They playing in? They playing oh, in I don't know that off the top of my head. They're playing in New England. I it's at New England. It's at New England. Yep. Interesting. It doesn't matter where the game is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Not enough <laughs> difference from New England, man. And and all the and all the pass rushers that Baltimore got, Cam, you're gonna be running. You're gonna be running. I got Baltimore in this one. 
It's you. I'll go next. Is it nil or you? I'll go. All right, all right. It doesn't matter. I, I'm also taking Baltimore. Um, yeah, that was way too close last week with New England, and we just we've seen it all year long. They're just they're not that good. They got killed by the 49ers. They, I mean, they squeaked by the Wash or Miami earlier in the year, but Miami's better than we thought they were. But just I'm not sold on New England at all. Cam is not the same Cam. Bill is not the same Bill. The defense is not the same defense. Baltimore's gonna run away with it. Um, I I don't know about run away. The Patriots defense is really good. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he got on track against Colts last week. Um, but Baltimore's defense has a takeaway in 21 straight games. 21 straight games they have a takeaway in. And that I, I just find – I think they're going to find a way to turn the ball over on New England. Cam's going to throw a pick. I mean, that's what that's just what Cam Newton does. He throws interceptions. So I'm gonna go. I got I got Baltimore taking it by seven points. So that's why that's my pick. Triggered. Let's hear it. Triggered. There we go. Believe in your team, man. Do not listen to us. I know how we said that in this, in this podcast. We're never biased, but I'm gonna be biased <laughs> this pick. I'm gonna go New England in a completely. It's not gonna be a, a pretty game. It's gonna be one of those grit games where you have to work for every. Um, down work for every yard. It's gonna be one of those close games. I got New England by a f- late field goal, just like this past game. Okay. I, yep, I both, love it, Phil. Baltimore, Baltimore's kind of shaky going into halftime against the Colts, but then their defense comes in and saves them. So Phil, you can say anything you want to try to convince yourself, but yeah. you're not gonna convince us. Like if that's <laughs> hey. what you need to tell yourself to convince hey. you that you have a chance to make you watch hey. this game this weekend, then you do it. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, Phil. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Whenever the Saints are in these five games, they're getting picked every single time. And wait, you know we're picking them next, next week. You got to have faith. Just remember who was right about Arizona and Seattle. Just remember that. Except nope. those were two good teams. It wasn't one bad team, one good team. I don't want to talk there, about a difference. that game, bro. There, there's a difference. I don't want to talk about that game. So just, a, just another stat to throw at you real quick. Uh, so I know I mentioned the Baltimore turnover stat, 21 straight games. Uh, Cam Newton's thrown five interceptions and no touchdown pass over his last four games. So something's got to give there. Where's the killmonger mean? Is this your quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one? What we got next? We got Tennessee and Indianapolis. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to take Tennessee. Um... I'm not 100% sold on them. I've been saying it all year. Um, but I'm not sold on Phillip Rivers as a quarterback either. So this is going to be really ugly all the way around. I think it's going to be the Derrick Henry show, though. Um, Brian Tannehill does enough to win games. He's not going to lose you a game, but he ain't going to win you a game. Phillip Rivers may lose you a game because he just loves to turn the ball over. So I'm going with Tennessee. Um, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Indy on this one. I think Indy bounces back. Um, from just the game where they Baltimore just controlled the whole game last week, so I think Indy's going to take that one. That's a that's an interesting pick. Um, I'm I like Tennessee in this game. I think I think Phil Rivers can easily lose this game, like Kenny said. I think Phil Rivers can easily lo- easily lose this game. Um, the only thing that's got me on the fence a little bit is that Colts defense is real good, and. I believe Tennessee lives and dies by Derrick Henry. And I believe Colts defense will stop Derrick Henry. So it's going to be up to Tannehill. Tannehill's got better weapons, I believe. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got Corey Davis, John Smith at the tight end spot. So I think the I think the Tennessee skill positions will outplay the Indianapolis skill positions and the quarterback play will just be better. Um, I got – I'll go Tennessee by two points there. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, roll with Tennessee as well just because not only uh, Phil Rivers is going to be the guy who's going to pass no matter what, no matter what, wherever, but also the um, running backs plays have been shaky with um, John- Jonathan Taylor and also Naeem Hines and uh, the, other, the third one. So they're kind of all confused on offense everywhere. So I have uh, Tennessee winning by 10. Ooh. Oof. Uh, next one we got. 
Minnesota and Chicago. Philip, you want to go first this time? Yep. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Minnesota in an upset. Even though, I don't know. Is it, I don't know if is it an upset though? Is it an upset? Is it an upset though? <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. Depends who you're asking. Minnesota's favored by two and a half right now. Oh, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. So yeah. that's it. I got Minnesota just because um, the Bears are even progressing even more on offense now. They're just as clueless as the um, Colts are on offense. Plus, that defense can't do all the work. So I'm gonna have uh, Minnesota by a touchdown. Um, I'll go. I think uh, the Bears. The Bears have won the last four against Minnesota. But this year, I believe, is a different story. Uh, Nick Foles, I don't know why he's continued to be rolled out there. I don't. I, I, they're not winning with him, so I don't really know what's going on there. Um, it, it, you got also, I mean, is Trubisky your guy? We got to figure something out here. I, I, we got. I don't understand why they keep rolling him out there. But uh, Cook, Dalvin Cook is going to tear up the Chicago defense real good. Um, if Dalvin Cook gets 22 carries this season, he rushes for 130 plus yards. That's just that's a fact. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a hard fact. So Can you if, imagine knowing that you come into the defensive meeting, you're like, if this guy touches the ball 20 times, he gonna yeah. carve us up. Yeah, if he touches the ball 22 <laughs> times, he rushes for 130 plus yards and he scores nine touchdowns. And the and the and the Vikings don't lose when he does that. So I think that's just I think that's what's gonna happen. Vikings realize that now after the last game, they're gonna live or die by Der- uh, by Henry. So. It, it's gonna be a tough night for Bears and Bears fans because that's that bitter rivalry. So they know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But I'm gonna go. Uh, Where are they playing? They they playing in Chicago. It's at Chicago too. I believe Chicago's letting fans in now. Uh, not a lot, but I think they have fans there. So I, I'm gonna go Dalvin Cook tear up the Chicago Bears. I'm gonna go Minnesota by three. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Neil. Um, I think Dalvin Cook is gonna run all over them. I think the Vikings are like Tennessee light in a sense where they're just, you have to feed the, the running back and everyone knows they're going to feed the running back, but good luck trying to stop our running back. Right. Like, and Kirk Cousins is in the same situation as Ryan Tannehill. He is never going to win you a game, but he's not bad enough where he's going to lose it for you yet. So as long as Delvin Cook gets the ball enough times, I don't see Chicago stopping them. And it, especially with that offense, if you open up their passing game, they don't have scrubs at, right. at wide receivers. Justin so. Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Adam I mean, they're tight ends, even Kyle Rudolph, Ersten the Jr. Like they, they're not yeah. bad. Yeah. As long as yeah. Kirk Cousins can get the ball to them, they're they're not a bad team. I think Pound on the Rock is going to open up the passing game a little bit for them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the Vikings too. Um, been watching Delvin Cook. Um, I've been hoping he'd finally show up and have a consistent two or three weeks where he's not injured. <laughs> with a uh, hurt knee, turf toe, a broken finger now. Oh, man. He's, he's always hurt. Um, I love the way he runs, man. He has his, his, his twitch, his twitch muscles when he's running. Fast. Reactions, he's, he's unbelievable. So I'm going to definitely go with uh, the Vikings there. Something that scares me about Dalvin Cook a little bit, though, is the injuries. Mm-hmm. He's your franchise running back without a doubt. You know, he's that he, but I just, I get flashbacks of Todd Gurley when I, when I think of it. I'm like, man, they're going to give him all this money. You know what I mean? He's going to he's going to carry him for a couple seasons. But what what's going to happen with that knee? Yeah. He tore that. He did tear that ACL. What's going to happen with that knee down the line? I, I don't know. I hope nothing happens. Obviously, and he got I'm, hurt. He got hurt at Florida State too. Yeah, I mean, he's just been injury prone his throughout his career. I hope it. I mean, I hope he can get through it. But you know, it's just scary. It's scary to pay running backs, man. It's real scary. <laughs> Um, next one we got the L.A. Rams and Seattle Seahawks. Who's who am I gonna pick this game? <laughs> you go first, bro. You go first. Seattle gives up 455 yards a game. <laughs> L.A. is eight and one against the spread in their last nine games. Just so you know, everybody knows. I mean, if if any better any betters are out there listening to it, L.A. is eight and one against the spread. <laughs> Rams got part of my friends fucked up in Miami. They're not letting that shit happen again. They're going to come out here. They're going to tear up the Seahawks. See, the Rams, just so everybody knows who's listening, I'm a Rams fan, obviously. But the Rams are a missed a missed catch in the end zone and a one inch to the left 
field goal kick by Greg Zerline from being six and zero against the Seattle Seahawks since McVay has taken over. Um, I don't think anything freaky is going to happen this game. I'm going to go Rams by seven. Rams by seven. <laughs> Yo, I've said it on here multiple times since this, since the Cardinals and Ram, uh, Cardinals and Seattle game, and Russ, we trust run it into the ground till we get to the core of the earth. Russell Wilson is going; they're going; he's going to bounce back. He had a terrible week last week. Four turnovers, two picks, two lost fumbles. No way he come. No way he comes in. What they're going? To, they're going to LA. It's in LA. It's in LA. It ain't yeah. gonna matter though. He's on the West Coast. Time don't change. So like Rams haven't lost at home yet this year. That's hey man, that's nice. It's the first time. It's the first time for everything in every season. You feel me? Like I got Seattle. Listen, I got Seattle. I got Seattle by ten. Rams are getting Ashawn Robinson back. 10. Just so everybody knows Ashawn Robinson is back in this game. I don't know how much playing time he's gonna get, but he is in the game. And we're getting our rookie, our rookie safety back, Jordan Fuller. He's a beast. You sound like you're trying to just make yourself feel so much better. I'm not worried. You, you, sound, you sound like Phil trying to convince himself. That I'm not be worried at all. I'm just you're saying you're going, up against the 30, <laughs> you're going up against the top five defense in the league and without a running back. Chris Carson's hurt. He might be coming back this week. Debatable, he might be debatable. coming back. He might be coming back, but he's got a foot sprain. He's still hurt. And DJ Dallas ain't going against Aaron Donald. No way. It's going to be tough for Russ. And don't forget, Jalen Ramsey's over there, too. Who's he going to target? DJ Jalen Ramsey's going to cover Lockett and DK. He's got, to get, he's got them all. And Russ, you trust, he throws four. Listen, I, I can't wait to see DK love all your DBs. I'm so – I'm locked. Listen, favorite game of the week right there for me. I'm, I'm locked, locked in. in that I'm game. locked I'm in. I'm tuned in. Because I promise in. you, DK about to torch that man. He's yes, about to can't abuse, wait. He's about to bro, he's about to abuse Jalen, bro. I'll bet money. I'll bet money right now on the podcast on a on a line for DK Metcalf with you right now if you want. Nah, I bet you I bet you hundred push-ups. I'm not betting you money. Yeah, I can't even do hundred push-ups. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Like, Ten push-ups. We'll talk off off camera. All right, so Phil, what you thinking about that game, man? What you thinking? I mean, pretty much you guys nailed on the head. Russ had a bad performance last week. He's not, he's gonna do whatever it takes to rebound and get it back because everyone's talking about oh Seattle's defense and that. So I'm guessing they have something to prove too. I'm guessing they take the ball away from golf maybe once or twice. So Seattle's got something to prove. So I got Seattle by ten. Oof. Wow. I'm not, I'm not banking on that defense. I'm just I'm banking on Russ, um, and I'm banking on Russ not losing back to back games. Uh, but I will say, Russell's MVP uh, tour, it's, it's kind of – if there's naysayers out there, they can point to the two games they've lost this year. He's played, like, absolute dog poop. Like, he he's multiple turnovers. Like, you, if you're going to be an MVP, you, you can't have games like that, like mm-hmm. against playoff caliber teams. That's going to be used against you. In those, two think, lo- in those two losses, I think he had six to eight turnovers total. Yeah, because he had two in um, Arizona, and then he had, what, four last week? Yep. So, like, yeah. that's the reason you lost both them games. Like, so you, you're the reason your team is winning, but only two losses are also on you too, buddy. Um, but I, I don't think that he loses this week. But I will say the Rams have always had Seattle's number, even, like, since Pete Carroll's got there. Like that, So that does scare me, but I'm, I'm, not trusting, I'm, I'm not trusting the Rams to take them down this week. Aaron Donald is the owner of the Seattle Seahawks, by the way. He owns them. Oh, unbelievable, bro. He owns them. <laughs> also, also after bye weeks, Rams come off a bye. After bye weeks under Sean McVay, the Rams are two and one. Also, just want to throw that stuff. Listen, out listen, yo, you know what's crazy? What I want to point out, right, is Kenny. If I was to say any of this about the Saints, you would be all over me. He's making an excuse after excuse, bringing Wait, up random stats. Not, I, I, I called him. I told him. He's, he's, I've told he said, him already. He's, he said, he, he's making stuff up to make himself feel good. Like, But that's what he's got to do. That's what he's got to do. He said, I mean, like, shut up. He said, uh, he said, when Sean McVay's ramen noodles and um, <laughs> right, right. microwave 30 seconds. If, if Jalen Ramsey took a 30-minute like, nap the Saturday before and it was 7 o'clock and, man. He's going to shut down DK. Like, no, bro. We're going to wait. Listen, all of that, all those stats don't mean nothing, bro. Okay. It don't mean nothing. All right. Like, 
Alright. Well, we'll not see. You'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Lawrence, let him have it so that next week he can just come on this podcast smiling. I'm the only person that picked the Rams? Yes. Yep. Yep. I, I got listen. Lone Wolf. Woo! Bro, y'all might listen. I'm giving y'all I'm giving y'all listen. It might look I said 10. 10 is generous. Russ might go for four or five, bro. I, I think I, I got Seattle by like four. I'm not. I'm not gonna get wild like that. Uh, what do you think? I don't understand. Where is the Rams defense just bad all of a sudden? That's what like, I'm saying. Like that's why like, I got the Seahawks by like better, four. Like, just better offense. I don't know. Like make plays. That's what you do. Right. I'm not going that far. Like, I I just I don't see it being a two possession game because Seattle can't hold water. But no, we're gonna see. We're gonna see for sure. What's All the right. last game we What's got? What's the next man? game? Last but not least, the Carolina Panthers and the fraudulent Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hate them. I hate them. Well, you know what's crazy though? Is before the year started, you could ask Lawrence. I said the Buccaneers are really not as good as everybody wants to say they are. But you know what it is? I just I I don't like the Saints, so I had to pick them last week. Like but, but I, I, I Kenny, what is it? We know what it is, Kenny. We bias. talked about it last week. It's the A B effect. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> well, said, yeah, you know, man. No, but um, we're gonna get even, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the bugs, man. Even, even though I think they're frauds, because that's what they are, are frauds. <laughs> I'm still picking them over Carolina. Carolina plays good teams tough. I'm not saying they don't. They just play Kansas City really well. Their mm-hmm. games they lose. They lose good game. They lose close games. But I think there's another close game they lose. I mean, as much as I hate Tom Brady, do we see him throwing up another dud? I, I don't see it happening two games in a row. Um, I think they're going to game plan differently. Bruce Arians also is not – he's a coach that's too proud to lose two games back-to-back bad like that. So I'm going with uh, Tampa Bay over Carolina. Um, For me personally, <sighs> I'm torn between this. Um Got the news. I had I had them as soon as I saw the schedule come up. I had the Panthers, but my man Mixy is out. Bucks, Bucks. Did they officially rule him out? Yeah, he's, he's out. out for the week. Yeah. Out? He's, he's out. Yep. Um. So I think I think the Bucks win this game, but if Mixy's there, I think it's a different different conversation. But I definitely got the Bucks in this one. Although you know they've lost every game of McCaffrey this year. Just. Side note. I mean, cool. they, they've, I thought, they've been against all good teams, though, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a skewed stat. Those but stats don't crazy matter. Thing. Those stats don't matter, though. But if you heard what I said, <laughs> it's a skewed stat. But it's their best wait, play. Wait, it's their franchise player. And I'm talking this season. You, yeah. You're talking since well, McVay's been there. Yeah, like, on back. a Tuesday, if Jalen Ramsey takes his shit nah, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But I agree with all y'all. I don't think I don't think Tom Brady is damn sure not going to lose a game back-to-back after that. I mean, they got molly whopped. They got smoked last game. I think this is going to be a revenge game. It's going to be like a punch-the-wall-to-take-your-anger-out game right here. Tampa Bay is going to run it up, I think. Carolina's not it's not a slouch either, though. I mean, Carolina played real good against against the Falcons, but the you know, Falcons got that win. Um, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to come in. I think they're going to win by 10 points. And it's at Carolina also, if that matters. I don't know. but No, I don't think so. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to have to make it 4-0 Bucks because after that performance, they're going to have to come out all angry and shit just to prove themselves again because everyone, everyone, including Kenny, is calling them fraud. So they're going to have to put up one hell of an offensive performance this week to, to make sure that they keep their hopes alive. So I'm going to go with no, you know what? I call them frauds, but I guess they're not frauds because, like I said, at the beginning of the year, yeah. I said I didn't think they were going to be that good. So, you know what? They are who I thought they were. Like yeah. the great Dennis Green said. Yeah, so I'm going to go them. No, I'm I'm going to go a blowout win for the Bucks. They're going to need something after that Saints game. They're going to blow out the uh, Panthers by uh, two touchdowns. Oof. I think it's going to be like when they played the Raiders. Like the Raiders were a good team, but they just came off of that bad loss against Chicago, I'm pretty sure. That was right at, like, so, and they came out rolling. They didn't even get A.B. involved last week. Like, come on. Like, you can see, I mean, we kind of touched on it last week when we said it's the Steelers offense, but you can definitely see he needed some time to acclimate to that offense, A.B. Yeah. I mean, he, one of Tom's picks came off of a, a, a A.B. option right, route, so, I'm assuming. So since we're talking about it, let's go right into it, man. The Bucks versus Saints game. What was y'all take from this game? I think, yeah, I mean, Lawrence, it's your, you're the fan. You go ahead. 
I'm realistic with it. Um, I think I didn't, for me, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not expect it to be a steamroll like that in the first two quarters. I did not expect that. Um, but I did expect the swagger to be back for the Saints because good old Slant Boy is back. Um, he wasn't, his presence wasn't really too big. I think they just want to get him involved on the field. Um, but I, I think that opened up everything else. Um, and I kind of saw early in the game and even people were saying it like I kept seeing them run zone and I was really confused on why they were doing that um, for the simple fact that Drew Brees was like almost perfect in the first quarter. Like he, on, every, on every hits route, he kept just he, running hits routes. He, he did complete didn't five passes, just so you know. he Five, compass, five passes did not catch a touch receiver yeah, like, in that game. So I think, and I, for real, I just think it's the Saints just – when they play the Bucks, those guys are charged up because Mike Evans doesn't know how to shut his mouth. Uh, got shut down. Godwin, I don't, well, I don't think, I don't does think Godwin. Against Lattimore. Yeah, he always does. Um, just for some simple facts here, I just want to point this out. When Tom Brady played the Saints, out of two games this year, Tom Brady's well, out of the whole season, he's got seven picks. He's got five picks against the Saints by himself. Wow. So. I'm just saying the Saints Saints also have listen, the Saints also have 72 points in two games against the Bucs this season. This defense is supposed to be top five. Houston, we got a problem. 72 points on a guy that has a noodle arm, a SpongeBob arm. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense if he has a SpongeBob arm. How does how how does how do the Saints score 72 points? That arm waves in the wind. Okay, okay. And another thing is, the Saints had two times over two times more yards than the Bucks did. And how about listen? Another thing: how do you kick a field goal just so you say you did not get blown the fuck out or shut out? Yeah, shut out. Yeah, they still got blown out. They just got blown out, shut, shut out, out, stepped on. Listen, man. And another thing is, I want to point out. Everybody's worried about the Saints saying they're not playing that well. About five, six games this season, they got at least 30 points. So I think that's pretty good. I'd say so. I think it's good. But I'm gonna just light rant. I don't think the Bucks are, I don't think the I don't think the Bucks are as good as they say they are or think they are. You still gotta get chemistry. Um you're bringing, I don't know why you bring in A B. It's a bad idea, bad idea. Because you want to develop Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin is gonna. I I think Chris Godwin is gonna eventually want out of there. I don't know, but that's we'll my see. take on it. I think the Saints were rolling. Um, I kind of expected them to win this game, but not in this fashion. Um, because obviously Slant Boy is back, opened up everything for everybody else, and Camaro was really quiet in the game too. So yeah, pick it yeah, up. That's what I was gonna say. What is yeah. uh. What, what is actually scary about this game for the rest of the league is that Elvin Kamara was a non-factor in this game. <laughs> like, exactly. they went he berserk. Had a, he, had a, he had, like, probably 70, 80 um, all-purpose or something like that. With a yeah, right, but, you, but you for, him, that, yeah. for him, that that's a non-factor. Like, 80, yeah. he gets 80 yards when he wakes up in the morning. You can like, see that they definitely game plan to stop Elvin Kamara that game. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's also scary is Drew Brees – I mean, I, I've watched the Saints because I'm a Falcon fan, so I always know what's going on. Drew Brees is usually notorious for going to one guy all the time, whether it was Marcus Colston, Michael Thomas. He got, what, 12, 13 guys involved? The by third the, string tight end was catching play. Like, if by that's the, by the third happen, quarter. By the third quarter. Right. If that's going to happen, that's a problem. That's bad. Like, that, like if that, that could be an issue. Third if string tight end had. Play like that, that's third an stringer, issue. Third stringer had two TDs. Yeah, like, that. that's, that's going to be an issue for the rest of the league if that's going to continue. But like earlier in the year, Lawrence and I had this conversation all offseason. The Buccaneers, I didn't think they were going to be that good. The problem is just that I did not expect the Falcons to be this bad in the NFC South. 
to where as I had no choice but to say that the Buccaneers were going to win this game because I also didn't think the Saints were going to be this good. The, the division flipped on its head for me, and I fell into the hype because I can never pick the New Orleans Saints, even if they're playing the New York Jets. It's just not in my blood. It's never going to happen. It's, I'm just going to I'm just going to be honest. I, I'm never bro, picking Seattle. So yo, and, another right, thing, so, and another thing is, what was what was really really key to me watching it as a fan was watch Sean Payton. Open the entire fucking playbook and absolutely destroy call after call after call. He and Sean, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was never really involved in other games, and then he unleashes him for this game. Yeah. Sean, because Sean Payton is petty. That's what Sean Payton does. <laughs> he, you know, he is, and he, he's. It's just a known fact. He, he tells the Falcons they're chokers. I mean, after you guys choked the lead against us last year, but that's a whole different story. But um, that's what he's. He's a petty guy, and he's tired of. Listen, we've been running this division. You guys brought in Tom Brady, and all of a sudden, it's all about you. No, you you saw him dance in the locker room. That's also the only thing that scares me is the way that the Saints celebrated last week, like they just won the Super Bowl. It's only week nine, bro. We still gotta get this shit going. Like, don't let don't let this be your Super Bowl. You beat the Buccaneers twice. Keep rolling, because that that could be what's scary is when teams beat a team this bad and they get this excited. Yeah. it's all it can go downhill from here. Yeah. That's a that's a really good point. And you know, just to to add to all that. Uh, they had 12 Saints catch passes in that game. They had seven Saints run the ball in that game. And you had three Saints throw a pass in that game. That's – you want to talk about open up a playbook. That's how you open up a playbook right there. Bombs away. I think I think the storyline behind this game, if anything, if anything, is the Saints defense. They shut me up real quick last after last week when I told them to jump. When I said but something they're, about the, But they're, I, I feel like they're not even that – they're not that bad. It's no, just, not at it's all. The P, it's, just, it's the PI calls. The PI calls gives them chunk yards down the field. Yes. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, you're like, damn, the, the Saints suck. Yo, but you they could have had P, I mean, they could have had PI calls in that game too, because Tom Brady was chucking the ball. And I, I mean, you could kind of see he yeah. was throwing the ball deep, trying to get some momentum going, grab a PI call, but you know, he didn't get anything. But I would have never, ever, ever thought that the Saints defense would hold that Buccaneers team with. I mean, you pick. It looks like a Madden franchise team. To 194 total yards. That's insane. I would have never, ever picked that. And I, I don't know. I, I just – I think that there's a reason why people pick the Saints to go to the Super Bowl this year. And it, a lot of it, I think, hinges on that – hinges on that defense. They were just in, like, hibernation. I don't know what it was. I think – I think – I think just... I think getting slant, slant guy back definitely, you know, up up the ante a little bit for the team. They started to realize, oh, we have a chance here. Let's – Let's smoke this team. We have a chance. Let's show everybody what we can actually do. Um, also, to Kenny's point, they were real hype at the end of that game. Like, oh, you talking about you talking about the you talking about the locker room thing? Yeah, the Saints were yeah. real hype after that. It's game. a rivalry game. So well, there, yeah, they were. I, I was going to say they were. Rival- they've been doing that for the past two years, though. Too. Yeah. Right, but but rivals. I mean, but. They're your rivals, but I mean the Saints' real rivals are the Falcons. Like that's the thing. Like that's it's a division game. It'd be mm-hmm. like, like Phil, if you go and the Patriots beat Miami, they're gonna go in the locker room and celebrate like that. It's, it's the same thing. It's a division game. Yeah, I think I think that was more individual than anything. Especially, I feel like the Bucks versus Saints is literally Lattimore against Evans. You know, Lattimore was game. Like, <laughs> also uh, another another note is Tom Tom Brady, Drew Brees are neck and neck for that pass. That touchdown pass record, and Breeze Breeze now has the three up on Brady. So I don't know if it was a little, you know, he wanted to catch him in that game or pass him in that game, but maybe that had a little extra juice in him. But the noodle arm was steroided up that that in that game. That's for sure. That thing was. Stretch Armstrong in that game. It looked like one spun the lobster arm. But the yeah, yeah, the exactly. He puffed that bad boy up. Puffed it up. Yeah, I, mean, I it, said, it, is that Drew or Taysom Hill out there? Jesus, hey, bro, listen, he was just throwing hit routes after hit trial. I'm like, I take it. I mean, it was it's working. Saints, obviously, since hey, everyone, the, the, I mean, the whole hype around the league was, oh, the Bucks are this and this and this, and then. The Saints are declining, so this is obviously a pers- very, very personal game for the Saints. So maybe that's why they were sort of banned in the locker room um, that much because they wanted to prove everyone and the haters wrong. So you know, it was it was even that it was that bad that even Jameis Winston came in the game, and he was hyped up after the game too, eating W's on the um the post post interview. <laughs> Yo, you know another thing too. I was really I was furious when I start like you know how the pregame thing comes up, and every everybody. I said, oh, wow, oh, yeah. wow. Yep. 
Like I didn't think the Saints was gonna violate like that, but I, but I was like, you don't, you don't, pick, you don't pick bad them. omen. You have everybody back, everyone's healthy, both sides, and you don't even get like I, it didn't make sense to me, especially Michael Thomas being back. Like I don't yeah. understand that. That was my thing. If Mike Thomas was out, I would understand it, but that uh, this, they did the same thing. Uh, to the Rams when they played the 49ers, everybody, uh, everybody in the media picked the 49 or the Rams, like literally mm-hmm. every single person from each network. And I was like, that's it. Just slapping out on them right now. In their defense, <laughs> it's, it's not like it was a bad team. Like the Buck, I mean, it, it was easy. It's like splitting hairs. But at the end of the day, it is also sort of an individual person's pick. Like it'd be like on the podcast of all three of you picked the Buccaneers. Oh, I got to pick the Saints out just so that one person doesn't pick them. Like, no, if I think the Buccaneers are going to win, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. Like, yeah. 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 It's just a bad omen. I think. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a bad omen, but I I don't think it's a slap in the face. Like, I mean, if it, everyone picked against my team, I would feel the same way. But I think that it's not the big slap in the face that teams want to believe it is when you're picking two good teams. Now, yeah. if you're talking about playing, yeah. picking a team that's way worse than you, then, yeah, that's disrespectful. Yep. Yeah. All right. And, yeah, big shout-out to Trey Hendrickson, man. He's balling this season third in, <laughs> I think, third in the league. And sacks. Yeah, he Three straight good. plays. That, that man was living in Tom Brady's face. <laughs> Cam Jordan, no, too. Listen, Cam, no Cam Jordan looked real good oh, in that game, too. Cam yeah, Jordan looked good. Precious, man. But, uh, yeah. Going, yeah, going from there, um, another huge game. Um, just from a standpoint of quarterback battle, um, we have Russell Wilson and the Seahawks against the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen that keeps evolving his game. Um, He's shown to be really consistent. Um, and early on in the podcast, Phil and Kenny were laughing at me, believing in the Buffalo Bills, and here they are, seven and two. Seven and two. I, Listen, I like them. I, was, I, I like wasn't the laughing Bills. at you for believing in the Bills. <laughs> I was laughing at you for – like, I just don't think they're a true, true contender. They're a good team. They're going to win that division. Yeah. But if you think that they're going to contend for a Super Bowl, I still think you're nuts. And we also had like, Chris Berman to pick them, so – we kind of had that. Yeah, we had the room to make that error, sort of. <laughs> All right. So, so, um, so, what do you guys think about that game? Um, as far as the play from Josh Allen, and then obviously the play from Russell Wilson. So I I watched this game heavily uh, mm-hmm. because Seahawks obviously we needed them to catch the L, which they did. Thank God, Josh. You're, Allen. you're hoping you're hoping Russell Wilson play like plays like that, right? I think that's I think that's what you're gonna be dreaming tonight, like Saturday night. You're gonna be like, hope he plays like that. I'll tell you you what. I'll tell you what. I wish the Buffalo Bills probably wish they could play every game against NFC West because they gave it to the Rams just like they gave it to the Seahawks that game. Um, Josh Allen played out of his goddamn mind. The dude what threw thirty one for thirty eight with four hundred and fifteen yards and three tubs. (laughs) He he didn't get seven passes were incomplete like that. Josh Allen. Not to mention his running. He the dude is the dude is good. I mean, he's a baller. Yo, that, I, to be I, honest, they don't even need running backs. They don't. I don't Listen, know why they're even there. Like, I just dropped Devin Singletary in fantasy because what's what's the point? He's just there. The <laughs> Zach, Zach, Moss, Zach Moss, gets, he gets receptions and shit like that. But other than that, they, run, straight running, they're going with Josh Allen. They had Zach Anything Moss, inside the five? Yeah, they, Zach Moss had 18 yards rushing and Josh Allen had 14 yards rushing. And their other two running backs had one yard apiece. That's all they had for rushing yards. Josh Allen did the rest. And mm-hmm. I believe after this game, Josh Allen puts himself right back up in the MVP conversation for sure after this game. Absolutely. For sure. If you're if you're gonna talk about Russell Wilson as an MVP, you gotta talk about like Josh Allen. Is, you have to talk about Josh Allen. Yeah. They have I mean, the same record and he outplayed him head to head by a lot. Yeah, I mean the Bills are seven mm-hmm. and two. The Bills are starting to I mean, everybody kinda gets their hopes up with the Bills and then they kinda I mean, just like what happened last year, but I think the Bills I think the Bills can definitely make moves for sure. Um, they're, they're looking real. Uh, they exposed Seattle last week. Seattle got exposed last week. Mm-hmm. Let's not, I mean, I'm, I'm, sure. not, I'm not saying that as a Rams fan. I'm saying it as a fan of the game. They got <clears> exposed. <throat> Their defense is bad. I mean, Major super, weekend. super and bad. What's, what's crazy is, is that game actually looks closer than it was. Like, yeah, it Buffalo, Buff, Buffalo dominated them. Yeah, then at the end, them. like, even when Seattle like made the little runs where you thought like oh maybe oh Seattle no. might come back no I mean Buffalo no, was it, up Buffalo was up twenty four to ten at the end of the half uh, and then the game kind of kind of went slower down they kind of slowed down a little bit from there but mm-hmm. Russ started to make some crazy throws <laughs> crazy plays because that's just what Russ does but it was really never in question for Buffalo uh, I, I just 
Seattle got exposed for sure, and Buffalo made themselves known in the league after that game, beating a, a Super Bowl contender or what the league believes is a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, pretty much um, for Seattle, it's basically um, couple, a couple of years ago or like a lot of years ago, it was Legion of Boom, but now their biggest strength is now their biggest weakness. So they're going to have to try to figure something out if they want to contend for that Super Bowl. And going back to Buffalo, their offense is clicking right now. All they need is for that defense to show up like 75% of what it was last year, and they can make a run just as much. So they're going to have to need um, that defensive end from Buffalo to step it up even more than what they did against Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I just – that that Buffalo team right now, as long as Josh Allen – even if Josh Allen gives you half of what he gave you last week, they're going to be in good shape. Like, Because you have to think their defense is going to turn it on at some point. Like Phil said, even if they're not the same defense as last year, you give me – half 75 percent of what you were last year you give me josh allen playing half as good as he did last sunday that's good enough to win that division that's good enough to win you one playoff game like that mm-hmm. does buffalo is for real i'm not saying they're not for real i just i don't i still don't think they're a super bowl contender yet i just i think they're a, a couple pieces away from that but they are a team that's going to make noise and i would not want to play them if i were in the playoffs so it's not no a team way. i'm going in there saying oh like oh yeah we got buffalo this is good like i wouldn't want to see them because josh allen can do what he just did like like Neil said, they had under 50 rushing yards, and they absolutely want berserk still. Like, yep. one, that doesn't happen. Like, they, a team should not be able to do what they just did. <clears throat> yeah, they had 19 they... rushing attempts, 19 attempts of rushing, and seven of them were from Josh Allen. So yeah, I think um yeah, you guys you guys all hit it on the head, man. Like um I think Seattle's defense is just a, a super liability right now, um and they need to help Russ when he has these type of games. Um, that's what the defense is there for. If he has four turnovers, somebody's got to get a stop. Try to get two, try to get two to cover it, to, to cancel it out, get two right. turnovers to cancel it out. So it's two more opportunities to score. Um, but Buffalo, Buffalo is a, they're just a well-knit team and you don't hear any nonsense from them. Um, they I don't know. I don't know, man. I really, I just like how they play. Like, yeah, Jordavius is a dog. You got Edmonds over there. You got both of the safeties. Both of them are Pro Bowl caliber safeties, and they know where to be at on the field. So I think the biggest thing for me from that game was at Seattle. You guys need to figure it out defensively. So, yeah, and shout out to Josh Allen, too, playing playing the day after his grandmother died as well. He definitely showed out for her. Shout out to him for that. Yeah, that's just one more thing. National media and just people, fans in general, just because Russell Wilson is a nice guy, we can't give him a pass for playing that badly. If this were any other quarterback that just had the game he had against a playoff contender, we'd be murdering him. him oh, no, he if played Patrick Mahomes, If Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson had this game, like if Lamar Jackson had the same game Russell Wilson had, everyone would be bashing him saying, see, he's not really a quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Russell Wilson doesn't, and it's, oh, well, their defense didn't help him. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the defense didn't help him, but you're an MVP candidate. You can't give the other team the ball four times. Figure it out. I'll figure that out. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, DK Metcalf went off too, by the way. He had, seven, no, he he had 108 yards, touchdown. I mean, that dude is a dude is a monster, but obviously you're going to throw the ball a lot. I mean, Russ threw the ball 41 times. So and when you're down now, you got to toss it around. And, and another thing is you got to think about Chris Carson's gone. He's going to be dropping back more. Yeah. So the game sure. that I don't think a lot of people understand that you obviously you guys do because you get the, you guys watch your teams. But people that sit there and like, why did Russ pass the ball 41 times? Well, he doesn't have his Pro Bowl running back. So the Pro Bowl running back is going to get 20 touches. The game is different. The pace is different. He breaks off a run where Russ doesn't have to throw the ball 12 times on the drive. Right. Yeah, DJ Dallas had 31 yards rushing that game. Yeah, right. so. and not even just the Pro Bowl running back. He was missing his backup running back, Carlos Hyde. They're on Carlos I mean, Hyde, DJ, too. DJ Dallas was, was literally, he was literally in there when both the running backs were like out of air and needed oxygen tanks earlier in the year, and now yeah. he's your feature back. And Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny's on uh, IR still too. So they, yeah. I mean, that's uh, DJ Dallas is really their fourth string running back, really, if you think yeah. about it. So, uh, I mean, but Seattle's run game since Marshawn Lynch really has not been existent. They really don't have a run game. Uh, their well, offensive, their offensive Carson. Line, yeah, but they, they don't, it's not, it's not a staple of their game. It's more like yeah, left, yeah. 
let Russ toss the ball around and let let us run the score. Right, it's more complimentary. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not like one of those teams where you have to run the ball to set up the set up the pass. It's it's a let's run the ball maybe to throw them off because they think we're gonna pass. Kind of kind of a. Team. I don't know about you, but I'm putting the ball in my best player's hands every time. <laughs> if I got Russ, exactly. he's the ball every time. Right. Like, you don't need to pass. Okay, exactly. who the running back is? He the best player. Like, right. <laughs> If we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose with him getting sacked and a uh, pick or something else. We're not about to lose by running the ball twenty five times. Well, Russ, I mean, I'm just saying, Russ, look who's coming next week. Oh, here we go, He's, Russ. Look who's coming next week, baby. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, going from there, man. Uh, we try. Well, I, I personally. Uh, have a problem with the fans in this division because they're really delusional um, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about week in and week out, year after year, month after month, off season after off season. The NFC lease, NFC trash is getting interesting. It's getting interesting. They're all like, what are they all at two wins right now? <laughs> no, uh, Eagles have three. Eagles, Eagles have three have wins. My fault. But they're about to play. They're about to play Danny Dimes in them. Giants defense showing Dude. up. Everyone, everyone else has two. Yeah. All right. And so. Washington, Washington <laughs> just lost their starting quarterback to a nasty leg injury. Oh, it's like if you yeah. play for Washington as a quarterback, you're gonna bust your leg in some crazy way. But you know what's crazy? Like Washington, like it's not like you're missing it. All three of them quarterbacks are the same. It's not like they're. You lose one and say, "Oh, I got that much worse." It's like yeah, Alex Smith true. can do what Kyle Allen did. Kyle, uh, Bru- uh, Dennis, uh, Dwayne Haskins can do what Haskins, those guys do. It's, Haskins looked good in the beginning of the year. I I just that, don't get it. He's not even I'm with saying, the like, team right now. Yeah, yeah like it's stacked. Stacked. it was stacked. It was stacked. It was stacked against him. They didn't. Soon as it, that took, o- soon as everybody took over, he was yeah. Like, well, it. even the last regime didn't want him. The only person that wants him in Washington is the owner. Yeah. That's literally the only man who wants him there. Why? Well, and then Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera brings his his guy. He mm-hmm. Kyle literally, the guy literally he took Cam over. Yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. Now you ain't got out. him. So now you want another thing is that situations like that, and then you want the players to trust you. It's like, bro, I can't trust you. Like, and I really do feel for Haskins. Though. Like, yeah, to me, he he's like the Josh Rosen of that draft class. He got put in a situation where he was picked by a team where nobody wanted him. What's he and now, no matter what. Right, it, it it doesn't matter. Like as bad as it is, we're, I don't think we're ever going to know how good Dwayne Haskins could have been right. because he's just going to be an afterthought. And it's, I feel the same way about Josh Rosen that year. Like it, the, the these poor guys, you leave college, you get drafted to a team, you have no say where you go. They change coaching staffs on you, they change the GMs on you, and, and mm-hmm. you're you're just, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too bad. I so, mean, really, uh, the NFC East is. It's just a toss up, man. Every weekend is a toss up. So like, who do y'all who do y'all think is gonna win? Who who do you think is gonna be the division leader at the end of the season? Philly. And going to the playoffs. I think the Cowboys will be. You think the Cowboys? I think once the Cowboys get Dalton back, I think they're gonna win some games. Well, I'm going out on a limb. I'm gonna say Washington. Alex Smith. You're gonna say Washington? If- Oh, if, if, if Alex Smith can can be like Alex Smith like was, where he's just a capable game manager, I think their defense is good enough. And you still got Scary Terry over there, and them running backs are pretty good in Washington. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately for the Giants, they don't get to play Washington every week, and that seems to be the only team they know how to beat. So I don't yeah. see them winning. So so you got so this is Giants schedule. You got Eagles, Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. See you fucking oh. later. Two and fourteen. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> they might not win another game. Two wow. and fourteen. No, they, they might. That's they bad might luck. Win. No, they might go three and thirteen because they'll beat somebody in their division somehow. Yeah, they only have the Eagles and the Cowboys. Left. That's what I'm saying. They'll, they'll they'll beat one of them. They always play. They always play both those games tough. It's just a they're playing. Game. They're playing good football right now. Especially no. on the defensive side. Defensive side, but to, yeah. they've got to be able to put the game. If together. Jones can stop throwing the ball away. If Danny Dimes can stop throwing the ball away, over city for him, right? I want to just sit down with him and turn film on and be like, "What were you thinking, right? Like, here? why did you throw this pass? You had to be scared. You right. saw a ghost. Like, when you were quarterback. What was the um? What was the game he threw? Um, what was it two weeks ago, where he threw the pick at the the first down marker and all he had to do was throw it out of bounds? It was Tampa Bay, wasn't it? Was it? Ta- yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like 
I want to turn the film on and be like, bro, what were you thinking? Why? You lost your you lost your team in the game. And the uh, two point conversion at the end of the game, he threw it too late. He looks at it. He's like this. I should throw it. But, uh, I don't know. I'm like, bro, what? I I just don't know what goes through this, the quarterback's mind sometimes. Like you know where you know the play is. We all saw that play. Everybody runs the same. It's a copycat league. Motion across, come zipping 100 miles per hour to the pr- uh, front of the pylon, throw it to him, hope he get in. Everybody runs the same play on the, on the two-yard line for a two-point conversion. But, Phil, who do you think is going to take it? Uh, I got um, Philly. Since Philly. They, already have the, they already have the one-game lead, plus all their offensive players, is um, most of them, are getting healthier again. Uh, Rieger's coming back. Uh, Zach Ertz is going to be back in a couple weeks. They just need that offensive line to be healthy, and then they could probably at least finish the, se- the season off with being at least um, the first place winner of the NFC East. I hope, I hope to, I hope to everything that Washington football team wins the division because I do not want to hear their mouths about how they have a chance against the Sa- the, the Saints, the Bucks, the Packers. They're going to literally say they have a chance in the playoffs if they make it. The only. The only advantage right now that Philly has in that division, I mean, other than obviously having one more win than everybody, they have that tie. So at the end of the year, even if they yep. all finish with, with, you know, six or seven wins, that tie is going to be what gives Philly the spot. So, I mean, realistically speaking, Philly should win this division. They're a game and a half up on everybody, and none of them look like they want to win the division. And but, I mean, they have the best quarterback in the division. They, I admit, right. I, I don't know. But that Cowboys game against the Steelers, man, the Cowboys really Wait, showed some – didn't do bad, to be honest. Yeah, the Cowboys really played good. Yeah, played really good that game, and you could see. I mean, I don't all know. Right. We all studied on the the podcast earlier, like when uh, Dak went down. Like even when, when Dalton comes back, he's going to be their starter. Jerry Jones already said it's not like Dalton's a bad quarterback. That's a blessing. Better. That's a blessing to have him in this situation right now. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, like realistically, again, it it should be either the Eagles or the Cowboys, and it should be it it, it shouldn't be a question, but. It just when they play, they look like they don't want to win games. I've never seen anything like it. And this this division, it's every year. I can't understand it. We need to realign the divisions or something because this is just pathetic. Yeah, I mean, listen, Gary. Shout out to Gary Gilbert in that game for the Cowboys quarterback. He, I mean, he played his heart out that game. He he really. I mean, it came down to a last minute heave. He had a chance to win the game against the against seven zero Steelers. So, Cowboys. I mean, I hate the Cowboys. I hate I hate to say it, but I I feel like if they do get. You know, a quarterback with some more experience back. They have the skilled players to do it. They definitely have the defense to do it. I think I think they have a chance to win that division for sure. Yeah, once they get him back, he's he's got 32,000 passing yards, 205 touchdowns, and his all-time completion percentage is 62. So the red that's, not bad. that's not bad to have a backup quarterback. They got those numbers. So this, yeah, I mean, a, this is probably his best offense he's had so far. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, definitely is because his yeah. whole career has had AJ Green. That's it. Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> AJ Green that's and the young Tyler Boyd. <laughs> yeah, and Tyler Boyd. He had Tyler Boyd one like, year. Up, literally up and, exactly. And Tyler Boyd yeah. didn't pop until this year. I'd say. Yeah, young yeah, Tyler. Boyd. He's hurt. All right, so going from there, man. Another from we haven't done this in a while. In a while, but how's your fantasy football teams looking? <laughs> <laughs> look at look at those things. <laughs> the thing that's crazy. It was, a, it was a good idea. It was a good idea to pick all the Ram players. Man. No, stop it. I'll, I'll tell you right now what killed my draft. I'll tell you. I can go back to the day that I did it because I should never done it. I picked Kenyon Drake in the first round. That's what yep. I did. That'll do it to you. Killed my draft. Killed it. I thought you, he fell, into, you fell into the hype. Wait, how, how many? People, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. I got two questions for you. Who picked it? Well, I had the last pick. You had the last pick. Yeah, so I had back to back. So I went. I went Devonte Adams first, and Kenyon Drake after him. Second, listen. Second question: What were you drinking that night? I was actually drafting the Wendy's parking lot. I was getting some food. Yeah, you were distracted. No, but no. But what's crazy though is the like he fantasy projected. experts projected him as a top. I wasn't taking him top ten, but yeah, he was projected yeah. as a top ten running back. Yeah. We were top ten player. He was, yeah, yeah, Kenyon Drake was a was a top ten fantasy player. Yes, he this was. Year. He was. He was every there. single every, outlet. Every outlet you read. Uh, NFL, you, Yahoo, you, NFL, Yahoo, ESPN, Sleeper, everything. He was yeah. a top ten. He no. was a top five running back and a top ten fantasy player. Because they had Bro, no, they had no running backs coming in, and he went off wow. at, at the end of the year mm-hmm. last year. He two reasons. Two reasons I didn't believe in him. Right. 
One was you had you obviously had Edmonds come and take the position from him last year when he was hot and then fizzled out. And then the second, you had the bad toddler quarterback. They're gonna run with him. He ran a lot. Well, huh? I'll tell you what killed it. What killed it was DeAndre Hopkins. That's what killed it. Once they got some more, once they got that weapon over there. Yeah, and that's another Hopkins. another reason. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that, they so. were like, we don't need to run the ball as much. And if they're going to run the ball, why not run the ball with their best runner in the bad toddler? They gave they gave Edmonds, they gave Edmonds 25 totes. Yeah, I mean, he, Edmonds, I mean, they got a good one-two punch over there. I'm just kidding, yeah. Drake, and uh, I don't Speaking know. Speaking of Edmonds, I mean, Lawrence, what's going with that trade, bro? That's a bad, <laughs> listen, that's a bad <laughs> trade for me, bro. I got to keep Edmonds. <laughs> I'm in second. I'm in second you to need, last. You need a running back bad right now. I, I'm in second to last. In the <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. You, oh, it's, it's bad. It's real I bad. Second to but, last. But right I, now, my one league, I had started off 0-3. I'm on a tear right now. 6-0 in the last six weeks. Oof. Everybody was trying to trade with my team. They called my team trash in the chat. Your team sucks. And then I go and, I go and beat the, the top guy. He's like, I think he's like eight and oh, nine and oh, or something like no, he's eight and oh at this point. Beat him by 20 points, he has nothing to say. Dot 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 in the chat. GG's bitch. Fuck out of here. In all my leagues, I am three and six, but only one game out of the playoffs still, so it's not over. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. but but injuries have tanked me. Listen to my one team, the injuries I got pummeled with this year. I drafted Nick Chubb, who obviously, Ooh. I mean, finally coming Ooh, back, but yeah. gone. I have, Julio, I have Julio Jones, who missed two year. and a half games. Yep. I have George Kittle, who is now out for the year and missed games earlier. See ya. I had Jimmy Garoppolo, done. I had Tariq Cohen, done. See ya. The, I mean, my whole, it's been injury after injury after Cohen. injury. Well, because he was my fourth running back. So uh, I needed something like a, a scat back. And he would have been perfect for a PPR league yep. to put him in there on bye weeks. Yep. But then he decided he wants to do whatever. He tears ACL. That's only one league. My other league, I had Barkley, gone. I have Julio in that league, too, gone. I have Kittle in that league, too, gone. I picked up Dallas Goddard when he went nuts. Next week, gone. I got Justin Jackson in both these leagues. Last week, he decides he wants to hurt his knee on the first play of the game. Killed me. Killed me. All three of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go back to, to my other team. I had Ryan Fitzpatrick who decided Wait, who he got hurt? Bench he said Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson, the first play of the game, twisted his knee. Oh, Here, here's, damn. Here, here's then, the best and part. came back, claimed what? him healthy, and then didn't play. He just right, didn't I got to ask you something. Who is, who's the running backs in y'all, in y'all waiver wires? That's well, it. I don't have anybody. I'm not picking is, him. There, You're not you, being on my team. I, that's Justin the only Jackson, running back. He's, wait, but he was—he's—he was good when he was healthy. When, I mean, he was when went, when, right, when Eckler, right when Eckler went down, he's their guy. Yeah. The problem is just that there's there's so few teams that have like a workhorse back that unless you get one of them, you're playing the waivers all year long on running back. Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my top five running backs right now on the waiver wire. We got Wayne Gallman, Devontae Freeman, Jordan Wilkins, Gus Edwards, and Rex Burkhead. That's the top five running backs on my yeah, waiver wire. That, that sounds like my league. Although I was somehow able to pick up J.D. McKissick in both of my leagues this week. So God bless. That's that another, great, I, I, listen, my, great flex play. Great. Listen, yes, great that's one thing I was going to talk about when I was talking about the Washington Reds, uh, the Washington football team. Sorry. Uh, Alex Smith's current depth of target in their, in their last game was 2.4 yards. That's he's, he's thinking dunk all day. So if you got Which a Washington, if you got a Washington running back, J.D. McKissick or um, Antonio Gibson, Gibson, play them. Wait, what about them. Scary Terry? He be he been killing since. Yeah, but Scary Terry caught week a, 10 caught of a last slant. Year. Scary Terry caught a slant and made people miss. He oh, didn't yeah. throw it down. You know what I mean? He Alex he Smith is not. Me. He I don't think he has the leg power to, to to push off with that busted up leg. So that depth of target stat is real. I think it was like two point four to three oh four. So if you got a Washington running back, play him. Oh, that's who else I had. I had Cortland Sutton too. Gone. See, I my team is I did like, too. I did like too. literally, my, yeah, my team is yeah. literally. If if they're on the IR, they were on Kenny's fantasy team. Do you want? Do you want to hear something sad though? Like, let me just read you my team, and you'll tell me how I lost this. I'm losing this league. Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen, James Robinson, Chris Carson, T.J. Hawkinson, Terry McLaurin, Matt Ryan, D.J. Moore on the bench, Kenyon Drake on the bench, T. Higgins on the bench, Sterling Shepard on the bench. How how am I in second to last with that team? 
Just bad, bad week, game. bad weeks, you're bad playing. I played against back to back weeks. I played against uh one week the one week I played against Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett in the same day on the same oh. team. That was the week that they t- combined for ninety seven points. And the week before that I played against um oh man, I can't even think of it right now. It was a quarterback that went off for like fifty. It was insane. I suggest for league commissioners out there. Like my league, uh, for one of my leagues, we do it. It's a six-team playoff. Six teams get in the playoffs. The top five are just by record. Last year, we gave the sixth spot to out of the remaining teams, whoever scores the highest points because matchups will kill you. Like you could be one and 12, but have one of the best teams in the league. So last year, we went by points. This year, because some people didn't like that, we changed it up. We go by overall wins. So like every week, we do like what our record would be if we played everybody that week so like for example i'm like 39 and whatever against the whole league so i'm like three games out like so you gotta make it fun yeah you gotta make it fun because it's like neil said his team is good he's just getting crap matchups i played justin jefferson the week before we went off for 41 hasn't done anything since then by the way so i went i went against justin jefferson for 41 that week the week after i played against russ and lockett who combined for 96 points and then the week after that i play against i play against dk metcalf (laughs) Who goes up for forty two? Right, it's it's crazy. Like I had a year where I, I finished with the third most points in the league, and I finished in second to last. That should never happen. Right. Like, yeah, I think because I'm in like fifth or sixth in one league, and I'm like the third highest scoring scoring yeah. in the league. It, it it makes you never want to play fantasy football again. You want to throw your phone every Sunday. It's like, oh, I put up one hundred and fifty points this week. That's cool because they scored two hundred and seventy. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Uh man, so uh, ending here. Um, what's your what's your guys' favorite game uh for this week coming up? Besides your own team, Hawks Rams. <laughs> <laughs> favorite game besides your your favorite team playing. Oh, <laughs> that's tough. Let me think. Oh, I, I like. like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I really, I really, I really like the uh, San Fran Saints game and. It's a toss-up between San Fran Saints and Bills Cardinals. Those are my two favorite. I probably if 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 San Fran had a quarterback and Kittle, it'd be more interesting. But mm-hmm. for sure, the the Cardinals and the Bills game, I think, is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Bills Cardinals was um, going to be my pick too. Just I think those two young quarterbacks. That's going to be a show and a half. Um, but underrated game, I think, this week is going to be the Chargers and Dolphins. Tua versus Justin Herbert. That's going to be a show too. So I'm torn between those two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with um, Browns and Texans. Ooh. Basically, off the sole, po- um, sole purpose, Kenny mentioned earlier, Nick Chubb potentially could be playing this week, so we got to see how the Browns look with with Nick Chubb. So I think him and um, Kareem Hunt are gonna split time, but it's gonna be exciting to see how the Browns play without Odell, but with Nick Chubb coming back. Good point. Yeah. That would be a huge shootout. Yeah. So. I would like to see Nick Chubb get 25 touches for sure. Yes, please. My fantasy team needs it. <laughs> I got it. I, got it I waited so long for him just Let's to come go, back. Chubb. Let's go. You in the flex. Right. Yo. He's my RB1. Bro, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, listen. In my one, listen, I don't know how it happened. I got Aaron Jones, Kamara, and Chubb. I don't know how that happened. So I got, I got Cook and Chubb. Steam rolling, man. But, uh, did, my, did they my draft g- all quarterbacks? Yeah. They, have a, do you have any drafted, wide receivers? They were drafted terribly. They were drafted terribly, man. It was Jeez. bad. It was bad. We'll have um, to do a we'll have to do a fantasy football league next year for the podcast. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so I think um for me, you guys had some good games. I was looking at the Chargers, Dolphins. Um, I like that one. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh and Cincy. Um, because I'm I'm a Burrow fan. I like I just I like watching him week in week out, see what he's doing. So I'm excited to see what he does against Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if Cincy will win, but I still want to see what he does when he's running for his life. So. He will be. <laughs> you know, apparently, I was uh, I was listening to Colin Coward today, and I think he said Joe Burrow has the most 300 yard games of all quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, he probably does. It was something like that. like that's, that's just crazy. The, that's like nuts. behind that offensive line, that is nuts. That's nuts. Because listen, T Higgins showing up. T Higgins, too, yeah, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green. Yeah, Joe, is Joe Mixon playing this week? Uh, maybe, maybe. 
Maybe he might. I hope he is for my fantasy team. I need him. I need him. Yeah, everyone, don't you? You got all the running backs. Right. Well, hey, well Lawrence, has, Lawrence has six leagues, six or eight leagues. Yeah, so, like, I got at, leagues. Some, at some point, you have every player in the NFL. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> have his picks from that receipt. It makes sense he's in six, eight. He's got – Joe Burrow's got five games of 300-plus yards. Yes, that's what – yeah, he has the – yeah, it was five games. I'm pretty sure that's the most of any quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. That's nuts. Crazy. Um, yeah, so, man, like – Gonna keep Play, we, playoffs? Are we picking playoffs or no? We said playoffs. Yeah, we picking who we thinking? Contenders. What you thinking? We got week ten. Week ten is week ten is here. So, what y'all I, thinking, man? I think I think right now the team to beat. If I'm going, let's say like a top three right now in the NFL for sure. The team the team to beat for me, Kansas City. I know they have a loss in Pittsburgh's eight zero, but Kansas City. It just every time they touch the field, they look unstoppable. I, I just I I can't I can't fathom a team beating them especially if it comes to a shootout you're not throwing more passes than pat mahomes you're not you're, there's no quarterback better than him i think kansas city for sure right now is a team to beat um number two i'd probably go pittsburgh and number three i mean it's the la rams they're they're, they're slept on hard they're gonna come through this the, the end of this hard ass end of their schedule and they're gonna show people what the fuck they're what the fuck they're about but Kansas City for sure, Pittsburgh number two, LA Rams number three. Yeah. Um, going off of him, I mean, we pretty much agree Steelers and Chiefs are the top two. But after um this week, it might have the Saints, Saints might have to be number three, to be honest. Because it's for the NFC, it's honestly it's between the Saints and Seahawks for me. And then knowing that the Saints have the better defense than Seattle, that might boost them up into them being the better team in the NFC than the Seahawks. So interesting take, bro. Um, I'm going to go with uh, – I still put Pittsburgh as number one just because they're undefeated. Um, yeah, they played a close game that they shouldn't have played. I'm not going to say they didn't, but uh, it happens. Everyone throws up a dud once in a while. Like, the Chiefs throw up a dud and lost their game. Like, the Steelers put up a dud and still found a way to win. That's So that's still impressive to me. Um, the Chiefs are my number two team, though, because Patrick Mahomes and that team just stayed – they find ways to win. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, they just find ways to win. Yeah. And then my third team – I'm going with the Packers because I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to get hot and keep going. And I really would love to see Aaron Rodgers get to the Super Bowl and either either play against the Steelers so we can see maybe like the last battle of the old guard with Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers like before we pass the torch, or Jeez. we get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, oh my God! I would not. Go I'd play that game on repeat for the rest of my life. Endless yeah. amount of commercials to make that game. Like so, I just. I think that either like the NFL has to be praying right now. You get Aaron Rodgers versus one of those two teams because That's the storylines will be crazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, Kenny, I'm Kenny. I'm gonna agree with you on your three. Um, I'm not gonna say the Saints quite yet. I'm gonna just stay keep humble and take it week by week like I always do. What kind of fan are you? I always take. I I'm, this is how I always am. I'm not gonna be like Super Bowl. I'm not like Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl like you. I didn't say Super Bowl. I just said contender. <laughs> yeah, but the only Super NFC Bowl team contender. you picked. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl. Like, not beating the Saints. You're not beating the Packers. Like, <laughs> and you probably won't be Seattle either. Like, oh. we'll be in the yeah, But Wait, wait. If, but, if Jared Goff brings a, a suitcase right-handed on a certain day, he might be able to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, Depends on what hand his suitcase is using. If he hits a hole-in-one on his private golf course in his backyard on the Saturday evening before his game on Sunday when they play at 1 o'clock on the West Coast. Oh, <laughs> none of these are real stats. None All right, man. Real stats. But – once again, man, we got a we had another uh great episode here. Um this is week 10 is coming up. I'm really excited for the games this week. NFL is doing a good job on the schedule, man. I'll say that. Just last year, last year, no, I looked at 2018 on Facebook. I was mad every week. I keep seeing them <laughs> week by week. They, the memories come up, and it's me like NFL, you suck. The schedule's trash. Like I don't I never share them though. It's hilarious, but um, I think they put a good a good schedule together this year. Um, and I, like I said, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all for being consistent with me. Consistent. Kenny, Phil, and Neil. I got a nice ring to it, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, we're out of here, though. Catch